This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Tonight, E.T. celebrates... The movies marking big milestones. Thanks for the tip. This is why this movie's gonna go through the roof when it comes to box office. From Kindergarten Cop to Almost Famous. Really, it was like a dream come true. Plus, not one, not two, but four Tom Hanks classics. Well done! Houston, we have a problem. You are a toy! E.T.'s time on set with the stars, including Tom's first rom-com with Meg Ryan. I think I have a life crisis every three and a half years. I do details from Father of the Bride. This is just like my real wedding day, except there's no real fiancé for me, so... And... Pretty woman. Julia Roberts' big break. Well, Mom, it's a Disney movie. E.T. starts now. You know, there was no such thing as social media when Kindergarten Cop <laughs> hit theaters 30 years ago today. Oh my goodness. 30 years! But it gave us one of the greatest memes of all time. It's not a thumo. <laughs> that is not the <laughs> that only reason oh. that Arnold's comedy is seared into our brains forever. I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. I uh, start out as being the toughest cop in Los Angeles. This is what I'm going to do with you. End up uh, being the kindergarten teacher. Of course, there I have no control and everything falls apart. Everything is under control. No. E.T. traveled to Astoria, Oregon, where Arnold held daddy daycare on the set. That's the future Mrs. Pratt, his six-month-old daughter, Catherine. Oh, yeah, she's so curious. This is the microphone up there. Yeah, so don't scream now. Don't scream, okay? I've learned having patience with children in this film, and I'm I think she's going to benefit from that, definitely. <laughs> okay, let's get back to rehearsal. 
Between takes, the kids were all over the action hero, and because the pint-sized extras missed their kindergarten graduation, Arnold handed out diplomas on set. It's an entirely new experience for me working with children that age. Within an hour, they turn off. They go to sleep right in front of you, in the middle of a scene. The six-year-olds, how much trouble can they be? Take the gun. I really don't consider it working when I do a film. Although it takes 12 hours a day and you shoot six days a week, that would do if, even if I don't get paid for it. So while Arnold was an action star that proved he could do comedy, right. Tom Hanks started in comedy before he became an Oscar-winning dramatic actor. By the way, let's not forget, he's got Oscars for Forrest Gump and Philadelphia, yes, and Tom indeed. earned his fifth nomination for his work in Castaway, which turns 20 tomorrow. Where's Wilson? <laughs> I have to do all the physical work in order to show the effects of being on an island alone. Hopefully my appearance will be substantially different when, when, it, when I come back. How'd Tom pull off those two drastically different looks? Well, between this scene and this scene, production was shut down for a year so Tom could lose 50 pounds and grow his hair out for scenes late in the film. This is it. All that's left. Was it a great relief to shave that beard off? Yes. <laughs> you heard it right uh -huh. there. You didn't like the beard. Did not like the beard. No, that was that was hard for me. <laughs> I didn't like it either. And it was nice to get a haircut as well. Filming took place on an island in Fiji. Tom suffered two injuries, a staph infection from a cut on his leg, and a nasty fall during the break that set back his weight loss effort. I had dislocated my shoulder, and I lost about six weeks of my training schedule there, which was very, that was bad. You still away? A full hour of Castaway takes place without music or talking other than Tom chatting to his best friend Wilson of volleyball. We okay? Okay. No dialogue, no, yeah, as little dialogue, only dialogue when there was reason for it. Tom kept one of the Wilsons from the movie, another sold at auction, for $18,500. Wilson! I'm sorry! Tom came up with the castaway story himself. From there, it took seven years and 125 rewrites to finally get it into theaters. They don't make movies like this very often, and now we know why. This is really hard. But it's really been a year of anniversaries for the two-time Oscar winner. Houston, we have a problem. In June, Apollo 13 turned 25. When you're weightless, it feels like you've just been spun upside down. All the blood goes into your head. And you think, hey, I'm upside down. No, I'm not. What's wrong? Why is it different? Oh, I'm floating. Also turning 25, Tom's Toy Story. Off and on, it took four years for Tom to record his part. He said Woody yelled so much that his voice would be shredded after each marathon six-hour recording session. Buzz Lightyear! Any other toy would give up his moving parts just to be you. You've got wings. You glow in the dark. I've heard all these actors say, oh, it's fun. It's great. Could you just get to play and da da da? It's the hardest work I've ever done as an actor. It's horrible. You think acting in, you know, as you're driving home from space is, is, is tough to do. Try to sit there and pretend to be a talking puppet for six hours. And there's one last milestone for Tom. 
30 years ago was the release of Joe vs. the Volcano, marking the first of his four collaborations with Meg Ryan. I love you. I love you too. I've never been in love with anybody before either. It's great. I am glad. (laughs) But the timing stinks. I gotta go. E.T. was on the set in 1989 as Tom and Meg were about to take a fiery leap. Tom's take on facing uncertainty? Life is one damn thing after another. It comes along, you deal with it, and that's the way it's been since I was, I don't know, four years old. I think I have a life crisis every three and a half years. (laughs) I'm engaged, I'm getting married. (laughs) All the look on Steve Martin's face said it all. The 1991 classic Father of the Bride made us laugh, it made girl dads everywhere cry, and don't get us started on the sequel which added babies into the mix. That movie turned 25, but it was the Banks family reunion that had fans losing their minds. Dad, you're comparing my wedding to the pandemic? No, you know what I mean. People love these characters so much. It was like no time had passed in so many ways. It was great to see everybody, and then of course we have a lot of new faces too, and that was exciting. Congratulations, Father of the Bride. I'm taking away your mantle, George. Robert De Niro, Alexandra Shibb, Ben Platt, a bunch of people. Well, Nancy scripted it. We shot it over about a week. I was just carrying my computer everywhere and trying to find the right spot. And then I had a wardrobe fitting where I had to take her through my closet. She wound up sending me some stuff because I didn't didn't have the right (laughs) Annie Banks attire. How much did Brad get involved in? Your kids, what did they think of all this? They would sit it off screen. My son took behind the scenes photos. And um, and then Brad, Brad mostly helped with taping that yoga mat onto the window and then he let me be. Will yeah. there be another movie? Once this crazy pandemic is over, could you do it all again? I could. I think it's up to Nancy Myers and the rest of the cast. But I mean, I know a lot of people are asking her that question and uh, the response that she's given is maybe. Hi, everyone. How much fun is that that Reese jumped in on this project? So great. I know that Reese and Nancy are close and and that was really nice of her to help tee it up for us, as well as to raise money for World Central Kitchen. Of course, E.T. was on set for that iconic wedding scene back in 1991. And we just had to show Kimberly this. Well, this is just like my real wedding day, except there's no real fiancé for me. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to be way more nervous on your real wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. Is it true that you were a little inspired by Annie Banks and you wore sneakers at your own wedding? I had grown up my adult life with people telling me about weddings and telling right. me how amazing Father the Bride was and I didn't want people coming to my wedding and saying that the movie was better. So <laughs> we tried to just throw all that out the window and I wore jeans and sneakers and a sweatshirt. Yeah, <laughs> pretty awesome. Brad said that seeing that movie, that is the moment that he fell in love with you. I owe that movie everything. That's how yeah. I met her. I'm the only guy that sat in that theater and said, I'm going to marry that girl, and really did. He is a go-getter, that one, you know? Isn't he? I mean, come on. It changed my my life in pretty much every way I can imagine. <laughs> my husband seeing me in the film, and then we wound up together. He wouldn't have found me otherwise. So my kids are a result of this movie, when you think about it. We go from Wedded Bliss to a movie that showcased affairs of the heart. When we- Waiting to Exhale turns 25. Kids, you wait a minute. 
E.T.'s time on set with Angela Bassett and Whitney Houston. We talk about each other in front of our faces, behind our backs, you know. And another movie that turned 25 this year, Clueless. Our throwback to the set. Just a little fashion thing. And the A-list actress who nearly played Cher. That was way harsh. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the E.T. podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Welcome back, everybody, as we celebrate the classic movies that hit major milestones this year. Whitney Houston's big screen follow-up to The Bodyguard, Waiting to Exhale, opened 25 years ago tomorrow. And E.T. took a deep breath on the set. I always thought if I gave him what he needed, he'd give me what I needed. December is the 25th anniversary of Waiting to Exhale. Is it really? What's 25th? The 25th anniversary. (laughs) I think I missed the fifth part. <laughs> Angela was 37 when the story about four besties struggling with their men hit theaters. Why aren't you dead beats out here dancing? Now you can drink and talk at home. Girl, you're too hot for me. <laughs> Whitney was just 32. I liked the fact that there was finally going to be a film about African-American women. Now we get to see. We are mothers with daughters. We talk about each other in front of our faces, behind our backs. You know, working with Whitney, I was, we were all such a fan. So to come to know each other, to play cards, to go bowling, it was awesome. But there comes a point when, when we excel, yeah, yeah. The man who wrote all the songs for the movie, including Whitney's last number one hit, Exhale, Kenny Babyface Edmonds. What secrets can you tell us about that time? Of course, the famous scene when Andrew's tearing the house yeah. up. Burning the clothes in the car. I was told, what would their voices be at that particular point? It's a movie that stood up over time, too. Yes, it has. We hadn't seen films that showed the lives of four Black women, so it was really a trailblazer. I just adore that movie and the cast, just gorgeous and talented all the way around every one of those ladies. But you know, Hollywood has only one pretty woman. Pretty woman. And only E.T. was on set with Julia Roberts, the iconic scene that was never supposed to make the movie. It, it is, it does have its fairy tale elements. Then, Almost Famous turns 20, why Brad Pitt was almost Kate Hudson's co-star. I'm blabbing. <laughs> and what you never knew about Clueless. Oops, my bad. Cast confessions that had us totally bugging. Were you at all nervous for that kiss with Paul Rudd? (laughs) Kate Hudson posted that throwback photo to commemorate the 20th anniversary of Almost Famous in September. And E.T. spoke to Kate all about the role that solidified her status as a movie star. We are not groupies. Penny Lane was Kate's breakout role, but the then 21-year-old told us she originally was cast in a smaller part. I said, I will be an extra. (laughs) You're too sweet for rock and roll. Really, it was like a dream come true for a 20-year-old. You get this part, and it's an incredible part, and then you show up to set, and you're like, oh, like, I get to, like, snog Billy Crudup. Brad Pitt actually auditioned to play the band's lead guitar player. He landed the part, but backed out, and the role went to Billy Crudup. I'm on 
drugs! That's a bearded Jimmy Fallon as the band's manager and Eric Stone Street as a hotel clerk. I'm no good at goodbye. Kate scored nominations for an Oscar, a SAG Award, and a Golden Globe. And the winner is Kate Hudson, almost famous. This is so intense. And the winner is... <laughs> Mama Goldie also won the Best Supporting Actress Globe back in 1970. Have you talked to her yet? Yes. What did she say? Uh, how excited she was and that it was thrilling and that she was proud of me. And then everybody started calling and saying, oh my God, oh my God. And they're like, what, what, what? How many people get an opportunity to be involved in, in, in an iconic film that really stands up after 20 years? And I'll always be uh, grateful to it. It's been so much fun watching Kate's rise in Hollywood. Lauren, now, E.T. was also on the set of Alicia Silverstone's breakout movie. Kev, I am totally bugging over this. Clueless is celebrating its silver anniversary mm -hmm. this year, mm -hmm. and I got to relive all of the fashionably loud moments with Alicia herself. Ew, get off of me. Did you have any idea when you were making the movie that 25 years later it would still be such a cult favorite? I don't think I was thinking about anything in the future when I was 18 years old. <laughs> Cher, which is my character, is the most perfectly dressed. See, I'm outie. Bye. E.T. was on the set of the 90s cult classic about a bunch of spoiled Beverly Hills high schoolers with fancy clothes, cars, and cell phones. As I grew up, I did not like these kind of girls. This is the patent leather look. Now this is very in. I got my boxers um, <laughs> hanging out because, you know, it's the new fashion. And like, get this, Reese Witherspoon and Tiffany Thiessen were originally considered for the role of Cher. Uh-uh, no way. But it was an 18-year-old Alicia who caught the eye of the director. I was on my treadmill watching MTV, and there was this video about this girl. When I met her, she was just so adorable. Oops, my bad. This is the hot tatsy of the movie. Okay, this girl right here. Did you enjoy that? Tatsy. Oh my gosh, I enjoyed it more than you know. I had the best time in the world. Clueless also launched the career of the late Brittany Murphy. It was a breakout role for the star who passed away in 2009. I love when Brittany Murphy says, you're a virgin, can't drive. <laughs> you're a virgin who can't drive. This is Paul Rudd, and he plays the college boy, Josh. It was the second movie that I ever did. It was the first one that ever came out, but it was the second movie that I ever did. Oh, wow, you're feeling out there. Oh, wow, your face is catching up with your mouth. Were you at all nervous for that kiss with Paul Rudd? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, it was such a nice kiss, I'm sure, if I could remember. <laughs> I'm sure I loved it, and Paul's delicious, so how could you not? Ah, as if! And Paul only got more attractive. Honestly, uh, he went on to become an Avenger and got better with age? I mean, all I got out of that is that Ant-Man is cute. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, there is another classic with a fairy tale twist. It's one of my favorites, Pretty Woman. The film turned 30 this year. I know, wrap your whole brain around that one. And of course, E.T. was on the set. Pretty woman walking down the street. She's a prostitute. You know, essentially. Well, Mom, it's a Disney movie. <laughs> Julia was just 21 when late director Gary Marshall cast her to play the hooker with a heart of gold romance by tycoon Richard Gere. I would describe her as, um, 
very animated. <laughs> and and she's 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 a good-hearted person. Stop fidgeting. Get rid of your gum. I don't believe you did that. This iconic scene wasn't supposed to be in the movie. Oh! <laughs> it was a soft jewelry box on the fingers, and she gave such a sincere laugh that we kept it in the picture. It was a gag reel shot. It was incredibly fun. I mean, what it what it appeared to be in the film is the way it was. There was some magic there. Remember this scene where Julia emerges from a bubble bath? Vivian, is that a yes? Yes. <laughs> Here's the prank you didn't see. Vivian, does that mean yes? When she went on the wall, I had everybody leave. The whole crew left, Richard left. So she came up from the wall and nobody was there. Everybody left, you Julia only made a reported $300,000 for the part, but she was rewarded with a Best Actress nomination from the Academy. Has there ever been a night like this before in your career? No, not like this. So what happened after he climbed up the tower and rescued her? She rescues him right back. It does have its fairy tale elements, but it's the inside stuff, the real stuff, that's very um, true to life. And please remember, Pretty Woman wasn't the only Richard Gere, Julia Roberts movie that they did together. They reunited nine years later for Runaway Bride. I love them together. I want one more. Give us a trio. <laughs> All right, coming up, the holiday classic that still holds up in a big way three decades later. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. You nailed that. All right, we know what it <laughs> I is. Didn't, we but know. I tried. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Hey, be sure to join us on Christmas Day because we are taking you behind the scenes of the top 20 holiday blockbusters of all time. Nice. We're talking about Elf, the Santa Claus, all the favorites, including Home Alone, which turned 30 this year. Welcome to Home Alone. Everyone in this family hates me. Oh, what? God. <laughs> I never expected his hands to stay attached to his cheeks and the scream to happen like that. Join us Friday because it will be a great way to add some movie joy to your Christmas. Take care, everybody. <laughs> If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.